0: From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along, and if not, no problem, we'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Today, uh, we are looking in Hosea chapter 4. We stopped around uh, verse 2 last time. We'll take up, we'll probably just take up around verse 2 or verse 3, but I'll Probably just zoom back over to verse one just to set the stage for the chapter back in chapter three. Remember that was our short little chapter with just five verses, but it was a powerful chapter on forgiveness, uh, and as you remember, God was showing the model of his love to the nation of Israel in the life of Hosea for his love for the like for the for his wife, his unfaithful wife, and we saw how. God shows us <clears throat> a model of forgiveness of redeeming another person not to forgive another person so that they could owe you one or or they could always be indebted to you or um always you know you have one up on them. No God redeems through complete restoration of a relationship that's what God is telling Hosea you got to go. Buy your wife back, even though she's in the whoredom world and she's a slave in that world, trying to sell herself because she's so desperate and she's had a couple of kids by uh, different people other than you. And, you know, you have every reason to want to reject her. What does God say about the power of a redemptive relationship? What does God say about all that? He says, you can't look. At human beings' attitudes and judgment. With God in your relationship, all things are possible. You can't judge the relationship by it's really, really hard right now and you've just got to, you know, cut your losses and this kind of thing. God says, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how low you sink, my love will be there for you. And it doesn't matter how low Gomer, this is Hosea's wife, sank. God says, Hosea, go get her. Go find her. And if she's in slavery, you buy her back out of slavery. You redeem her from that life of sin. And you show her and you instruct her the way to live. And you restore your marriage. You restore your relationship. You restore your love. You restore the relationship that I commanded you to have, that I wanted you to have, the proper relationship. That's what God is all about. And you say to yourself, well, you know, I I don't have any any husband or wife that's in slavery right now. Boy, I'm glad I don't. Well, what about all the other little things <clears throat> that you do? What about all those things? Do you still have problems of unresolved conflict in your relationship? Have you not forgiven somebody? Maybe they did something against you. That's what God's saying here, too. We've got to forgive one another, not on the easy stuff, but we've got to go down to the hard stuff too. We've got to bring that relationship back from bondage of slave bondage in a, in a sinful slavery relationship back into a restored relationship. If your relationship has not been healed through the power of the Holy Spirit, if God's not leading you to heal that relationship, then that relationship is stuck somewhere in pride or human knowledge or human emotion. If it's stuck in the world of humans, if it's stuck in the land of the temporary relationship, if it's stuck in the land of um, faithless relationships, then it's It's not God-based, is it? And it's basically stuck in a, uh, it's a slave, it's a bondage to something, to some emotion, to whatever the most comfortable emotion is. Make sure that you take care of that relationship, that other person, according according to the Holy Spirit, according to God's Word, not what you think the right outcome is. So we learned a lot from chapter 3. Chapter 4, he's saying that um, these are the things that are keeping Israel, the nation, in bondage, in slavery, in sin. These are the things that resulted. So we'll take a, a, d- a deeper dive into why these things occurred, and you could say, well, these are the things that kept uh, Gomer in sin. These are the things that resulted in, in Hosea's wife being unfaithful. These are the things that will keep you in sin. These are the things that will keep me in sin. This is the thing that will break a nation when each person falls, each person um, strays from God's teaching. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to now dissect down why a nation falls away, why a person falls away. Again, there's this parallel between God loving the nation Israel and Hosea loving his wife. This, you know, remember that you got Hosea uh, warning the people through his dysfunctional family. You know, God commanded him to have this dysfunctional family relationship. <clears throat> he told him to get married, and he and he told him that his wife was going to be unfaithful. So we see uh, Jeremiah warning the nation in the southern kingdom. We got Hosea warning the nation in the northern kingdom. And so this these would be warnings going out to the people before the Assyrians come in and actually... Do the punishment. So this is a warning, you know, uh, for the people to try to turn their lives around. And if enough people turn their lives around, the nation turns. So this is a warning not only to the whole nation as a group. It's a warning to each person in the nation. It's a warning to us as a whole. It's a warning to each one of us who reads this, as. An individual as well. First uh, chapter uh, uh, four, verse one, just to recap. Hear the word of the Lord, O children of Israel, for the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Okay, so the Lord's got uh, some disputes here with the people of the land. There is no faithfulness or steadfast love and no knowledge of God in the land. We read this before. It all starts with faithfulness and love and knowledge of God. If you're not faithful, now you may be faithful to yourself. You may be faithful to your appetite. You may be faithful to the own desires of yourself or whatever your own sins are. You may be pretty faithful to that. But we're talking about faithfulness to God. God's ways, not your ways. Or steadfast love. Now, steadfast love, you may love people. You may say, oh, I love people. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Woo-woo. But that may be fickle love. You know? You're know. you only loving people who love you back. If Are you loving people who, who think you're lousy? <clears throat> Most people don't love somebody who, who hates them. You're supposed to love your enemies. You're supposed to love anyone and everyone. Just like God loving you, you're not worth loving from God. I'm not worth God's love, but God loves us. That's the love of Christ. We're supposed to have Christ-like love for one another and no know knowledge of God in the land. How many of us are trying to read our Bibles? I mean, that's where knowledge of God is, is from the Bible. You're not getting knowledge of God just from waking up and looking at the sunrise. Now, you can see evidence of God's hand and God's creation. You can see it all around. You can see it in the sunrise and in the in power of nature. That's what makes... Um, going outside is so beautiful to me. I get to see God's creation. I get tired of being stuck in a building all day, you know, working. I love to be outside. It's such a treat to me. And I love the weather, too. I love it when it snows. I love when it rains because I'm reminded by God's creation. I love it. <clears throat> but this scripture saying no knowledge of God. You've got to read God's Word to know what God needs you to know. That's why He wrote it down for you. Verse 2, there is swearing, lying, murder, stealing, and committing adultery. They break all bounds. And bloodshed follows bloodshed. You want to know what ill that a society might have? Just look at that list right there. This is what's happening in our society all the time. Swearing, lying, murder, stealing, adultery, breaking, all bounds, all boundaries. So what happens when the people sin like this and there's no faithfulness or steadfast love or knowledge of God? The land mourns, verse 3, the land mourns and all who dwell in it languish. The land itself mourns. Isn't it interesting that the impact of sin of people affects the land itself and all who live in it will languish, won't succeed because of sin. And also the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, even the fish of the sea are taken away. Even the animals will suffer when man is corrupt. Verse 4, yet no one, excuse me, verse 4, yet let no one contend and let none accuse, for with you is my contention, O priest. So he's saying, who's at fault? Well, the priests aren't doing their job. Priests need to be out there warning the people and spreading the word of God. And if the people are living lives that aren't consistent with the word of God, the priest's job is to call them out on it. The priests aren't doing their job. If the priests are just telling people what they want to hear, God's going to have a contention with them. Verse 5, You shall stumble by day, the prophet also, shall stumble with you by night, and I will destroy your mother. So, wow, that is really strong. So the priest is stumbling, and the prophet shall stumble also. The The priest and the prophet aren't doing their job they're false priests and false prophets now maybe the the false prophet might be really accepted by the people but might be false in god's eyes the priest might be very accepted by the people but false in in god's eyes the priests and the prophets you know As we saw in Jeremiah, they were telling people what they wanted to hear. Oh, God's not going to let the Babylonians come in here and destroy our, our kingdom. God's on our side. He will never let us lose. You know, and up here in the northern kingdom with Hosea, oh, God's not going to let those Assyrians come in. We're Israel. We are, um, you know, we're the best. God's not going to let anything happen to us. We're we're the nation of King David. You know, priests and the prophets and the politicians. The PPP, priests and the prophets and the politicians. Always telling people what uh, the people want to hear. And God's saying, I've got a contention with you. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge priests and the prophets didn't know the Word of God, did they? Or if they did, they didn't say it. Because you have rejected knowledge. Okay? So they may understood it. They may have read it, looked at it, but didn't like what they saw and rejected it. And when they rejected it, they didn't tell anybody else about it. <clears throat> They didn't want to read the Word of God. They didn't want to know the Word of God. They didn't want to tell anybody else about the Word of God, even though they were stewards of the Word of God. They were given the Word of God so that they could hold on to it and instruct one another to live according to God's commands. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. These are just like illegitimate children. God's, you know, uh, in Hosea's children, one kid was named No Mercy and one was named Not My People. And it's because these were children born out of wedlock. That's how, that's God's emotion. Why is God saying, I'm going to forget your children? Because they're not His children. They're children in sin. They're children born into sin. It's the same principle here that Hosea was looking at. <clears throat> you say, Do I have the authority to try to correct these children? No, because I'm not the father. It's their father that needs to correct these children. This is not these are not my children. These are not I'm these are not my people. This these children belong to somebody else's family. These are born in now where is the father? Well, it's an irresponsible father. He's nowhere to be found. The father of these children is basically spiritually sin. I'm not the father. Therefore, these aren't my people. And I don't have the mercy authority as a father to forgive them. There's going to be a generation. That God's gonna have to let go of why because they're born in sin they're not his people but to preserve the nation he will preserve a remnant he will preserve some of them as he says he will because for a certain period of time, as we saw back in verse 3, verse 3 looks forward, looks through all this suffering to a different day. Because there be, for the in chapter 3, verse 4, "...for the children of Israel shall dwell many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or pillar, <clears throat> or. and then afterwards the children shall return and seek the Lord their God." in the latter days. So this is God getting to the getting to the emotion and getting to the reasons as to why these people are going to be it's essentially lost children, lost generation here. This nation is falling apart because spiritually its father is not the God of righteousness. Spiritually, the father of these children is the God of sin. It is sin itself. These people are worshiping their own sin as if it's a God. God says, These are not my people. My people were called to be holy. These people don't know me, they don't even have my knowledge. These people aren't faithful. They don't even know what it is to love. Because if they knew me, if they had knowledge of me, then they would understand love. So, wow, what a powerful, powerful uh, chapter study that this uh, lays out for us. And it is so relevant for our lives today. So we'll end here and we'll continue our study of Hosea tomorrow, Friday. Now I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great, and I'm really enjoying listening to your take on this as well. So for me to all of you, God bless you, keep your heart centered on Christ, and I'll see you next time tomorrow.
1: Hello, so today's teaching is coming from Hosea chapter 3, verse 1, 2, chapter 4, verses 1, ending at verse 6. So in verse 1 of Hosea chapter 3, it reads, Then the Lord said to me, Go again, love the woman who is loved by her lover and is committing adultery, just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of pagans. So here in verse 1 of Hosea, Chapter 3, love is um, actually mentioned four times in this particular verse. So there is a great deal about love. So love is, you know, the greatest commandment. And love is, you know, mentioned more times in the Old Testament. Maybe it's because the Old Testament is longer than the New Testament, but it's mentioned more times in the Old Testament than in the New Testament. And here Dr. Dr. J.V. McGee has given an equation for this first verse and he says, God's love times the Israelites' sin is equal to Hosea's love times Gomer's sin. So here he has equated it. So in application, like God told Hosea to go and marry an adulterer, Gomer, um harlot, um who constantly was cheating on him she ended up selling herself into slavery and Hosea had to go back and buy her back and you know God you know did this in order for Hosea to actually understand when he goes out to teach the message that God was trying to put across to the Israelites so out of Hosea's home um he comes out to speak to um to speak to the nation as he now actually knows how god feels about you know the israelites um the israelites going astray and not not um you know not 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 following god and not believing in god and you know committing spiritual adultery so everything up to this point has been in you know generalization and god says you know they have sinned they have played the harlot they have been unfaithful to god and now God's going to spell it out for them. Um, and, you know, here we have a comparison. It can be made between uh, this particular chapter. Um, that's chapter 3 of Hosea and the first chapter of Isaiah, where Isaiah spoke to the southern kingdom. And then he spelled out God's charge to that nation. So here God brings them into you know into the court and makes the charges and he proves them um he actually proves the charges and you know you know and this is the message here in this particular um um in this particular chapter and 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 you know the verse so we can compare it to the first chapter of the book of Isaiah so we have in chapters 4 and 5 of Hosea um um it's talking about you know The, the, the judgment, the charge God brought to them and, you know, how he's going to actually, um, judge them. So, um, in these chapters, you know, it looks at, um, you know, these people are guilty. They are lawless. They're, um, you know, they're immoral and they're ignorant of the word of God and they are idolaters. So I begin reading, Um, in chapter 4 verse 1 which reads hear the word of the Lord you children of Israel for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land there is no truth no there is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land so here brought, God has brought a charge against um <clears throat> the nation against these people so in this first verse the Lord you know, confronts Israel, you know, like I've read, like he's confronted them, that they have no knowledge of God at all. They have no knowledge of his word because, you know, they completely, um, um, they're ignorant. They completely ignored him. And, um, you know, like the, like what we learned in the book of Hebrews, you know, the danger, the peril of denial, um, the peril of, you know, negligence you know just totally neglect the word of God eventually it leads to denial so these people you know have no notion no knowledge of God's word they're ignorant of it because and then they're lawless they're immoral they're idolaters so verse 2 of Hosea chapter 4 reads by swearing and lying killing and stealing and committing adultery they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed so here God spells out the specific sin so all along it's been general like they have sinned so now God is spelling out the specific sin of what they have done so you know if we go to verse 1 he says hear the word of the Lord you children of Israel for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land there is no truth or mercy or knowledge of In all knowledge of God in the land. So he says, you know, there are these three things that he says. So there is no truth, no mercy, and knowledge um, of God in the land. And these people have been brainwashed with idolatry. You know, they believe this so much. They have been brainwashed with idolatry, which is resulting in no mercy. And God had instructed them to be merciful, you know, You can when a stranger or a poor person, you know, somebody who is in need comes into the land, you know, they were permitted to go and glean and take. And, you know, these people were to take care of them. And this way, you know, this way, cause, um, he is the Lord, our God. And these people had forgotten this, you know, they had forgotten, you know, um, they were, there was no mercy. You know, you had, you know, brother killing brother, sister killing sister, you know, like it was bloodshed upon bloodshed. And, um, this is where, um, there was no more mercy and, um, they had forgotten this and were no longer merciful towards each other. So this was, you know, a great, you like in this particular city, there was a great deal of religion, but there was no knowledge of, um, God in the land. And this kind of reminds me of like, um, you know, our country today, you know, right now, you know, there's this, um, I don't even know what to call him. He is, um, you know, he, he he says he's a prophet. He sees, um, you know, he sees, he prophesies the future. He sees the future and, you know, such nonsense, you know, for lack of a better word, that's what I'll call it. And, um, you know, he, he, he goes to people and says, you know, um, sow a seed and, you know, pray and pray for miracle money. And, you know, if he goes to church, he says, oh, hey, all of you are going to receive money and boom, boom, boom. People start receiving money in their bank accounts and they start checking their balances and they've got money in their bank accounts and, you know, things like that. Like he's actually, let me say he's a trick star. He's a, he's a magician. That's what I would say. And, you know, like for the past few days, he's been having quite a big platform, which, you know, to some extent is just irritating me. I don't know why people keep listening to him because now he's, he's come up and he said, um, you know, uh, you know, because the people of Zambia are suffering, you know, the, the economic conditions right now are not that great. Um, you know, they're suffering and, you know, I had a lot of politicians come to me, you know, so that they can be popular and all, you know, I gave, I gave them things and now, you know, they're making those people suffer in Zambia and I want my things back. You know, I'm giving them 20 days within 20 days. If they don't bring back my things, they're going to start dying. But this particular Sunday, you know, um, I'm going to start naming names and, you know, until they come to me and apologize. And, you know, like yesterday, apparently I hear he went live on Facebook and, you know, he had like a whole, I don't know, I think a whole hour he was just talking about all these people who he's done things for, you know, you have artists, you have politicians, you have all these people. And he had a lot of people viewing his status and pe- and that's the talk of the town. And it's just so irritating. Like, why are you giving this crazy person a platform? um You know, r- instead of, um you know, let's concentrate on. You know, on, um, on, 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 you know, other things like, you know, the, the word of God. And this man, he goes around saying, um, you know, God, God and preaching and, and telling people, you know, if you sow a seed I, and if you say you want miracle money, all you just have to say is amen, amen in my church. And, and, and you say, yeah, I believe. And, 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 and he, he's, he says, um, you know, at this particular point, um, whatever he's going to do to the, the, these ministers and politicians and all, you know, even Jesus can't stop him. Like, I was just like, wow, what has this world come to? And it reminded me of, you know, our study today in the book of Hosea, you know, it reminded me of the, the, these, the Israelites who had, you know, who are brainwashed by idolatry, who believed so much in these idols, you know, like, uh, you know, they get the grain and, 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 you know, the harvest from the land that God actually has blessed them with. And they take to these carved idols and they believe so much in these idols. And, you know, people have so much belief in this clown, which is just, you know, it's sad. But anyways, so here uh, in verse two, you know, which said, um, by swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. So here, you know, they were breaking the com the Ten Commandments. So each of these things mentioned here, um, you know, were are in the Ten Commandments, and they were breaking the Ten Commandments. If we just read the book of Exodus, where the Ten Commandments Ten Commandments were given. Um, You know, this is what they were doing. They were breaking the Ten Commandments. And all of this was, you know, even amongst their relatives. It was bloodshed upon bloodshed. You know, they were doing it even amongst their relatives. So it was uh, blood touching blood. Um, You know, they were committing all these things. They were committing murder. They were committing, they were lying. And, you know, all these sins um, is what they were doing. And God gave them the Ten Commandments, which is only part of, you know, the mosaic system to the nation and Israel. And God in that, um, you know, expresses his will. So the church today is not put under uh, the Ten Commandments as, you know, you know, as a way, as that is not, you know, living the Christian life. So, you know, if all we do is just like, um, you know, keep the Ten Commandments, that doesn't make and, 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 you know, that doesn't mean, um, and we don't break them. That doesn't mean we are Christians. Um, you know, it's, 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 um, it's not enough to just live by the Ten Commandments, like I will not steal, I will not kill, I will not do all these things. But you have no knowledge of the word of God. So, you know, we have been called to a higher plane today you know, according to the new covenant to live in the power of the spirit of God. And God isn't asking, you know, the unsaved world for anything. He's not, you know, he's not asking, he's asking, you know, the people who want to come to him. But, you know, he has a lot to say about nations and the nation Israel here. So, you know, that he actually, he chose and he he chose that nation and he actually dealt with them. And, you know, he provides a pattern, an example to the other nations of the world you know if you want blessings you know you have to acknowledge God and you have to live by you know his his commandments and you have to also live by um the word of God you have to um, grow in the knowledge of God and you know um our land is you know in the condition it is in today um as you know like um if, if we look you know the condition of the, of the land today that it's in like in Israel um you know, the condition it was in then and the condition it is in right now, um, you know, you can see the judgment of God. You know, there's so much, um, you know, there's so much climate catastrophes going on. You know, there's a curse on the land. And, you know, there's just so much, there's a judgment on the land, actually. When, so when God judges um, a nation, a people, he also judges the land. And um, so verse 3 of Hosea goes on to read, mom Therefore, the land will mourn and everyone who dwells there will waste away with the beasts of the fields and the birds of the air. Even the fish of the sea will be taken away. So here the land will languish. So, you know, if you look at the land today, you know, we are polluting everything. Man is a polluter. Man is just, you know, whatever man touches just turns to ugly. So, you know, we're polluting everything today and the land is mourning. So if we look back, you know, we had plenty of everything, you know, back like, you know, 10 years ago, there was plenty of everything. There was plenty of rain. There was, you know, there was enough sufficient rain. There was enough grain. There was, you know, the harvest was good. The harvest was plenty. Uh, you know, the granaries were full of grain. But today is a sad case. You know, there is Scarcity. You know, when God judges a nation, the land is also involved and all the creatures have to suffer for the sin of man. And today, they are suffering because man has sinned. So if if, if I just give an example of, like, my country today. We had, like, a bad um, rainy season last year. So, technically, this year, there's hunger. And it's sad. It's just really sad. And then now, we have... um, rains that are too much and they're causing flooding they're causing you know a lot of destruction and it's, it's too much so you know when god judges a nation the land is also involved the land is mourning today verse four of I, uh, sorry of hosea chapter four reads now let no man contend or rebuke another for your people are like those who contend with the priests So the priest in that day, you know, was not doing his duty. So he was not warning the people. So God raised up prophets. And when he raised up the prophets, the prophets started, you know, prophesying false information to the people. So here, um, that, and this is what this verse talks about. Verse five goes on to read, therefore you shall stumble in the day, the prophet also shall stumble with you in the light, in the night, and I will destroy your mother. So now here, you know, after raising up the priests, the priests were not warning the people, and um, now he raised up the prophets. And you know, this is the nation now. Um, he's talking about the nation here now, and um, you know, they were false prophets that were say, that were uh, raising up. Uh, that sorry that were rising up and telling people false things they were preaching false things false messages so we have such you know um we have such people today like you know the prophet the trickster or whatever i would the, the person i'm like whatever i can call him um who goes around and you know tells all these fake prophecies and he has Such a huge following. And it's just sad. And, you know, because people today are trying to live by, you know, the modern day reality. So, you know, they believe anything they hear because they want their ears scratched and because they've got no knowledge of the word of God. So they will believe anything that comes their way. And which is just, you know, sad, a sad state of affairs. So, you know, uh, now we have to wait for our Messiah to come. And, you know, the only place where we're going to get the truth. The word, the truth, the true, true word is through the Bible Um, in the, the, um, okay, not the program. Okay. Even the program through the Bible, but you know, the word of God is right here. God has spoken everything, the Bible. So verse six of Hosea chapter four goes on to read. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your god i will i also will forget your children so here this is the reason we are being taught the bible today this for this very reason we have forgotten um you know we 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 lack knowledge we lack the knowledge of god and it's the ignorance for god's word that we are destroyed for lack of knowledge because we have rejected the knowledge of God, so it's ignorance. Through ignorance, is what leads to um, perishing. You know, let's not be ignorant of God's word today. So God intends, you know, the, the His people, the priests, the Levites to be uh, priests. So God will forget them as they have forgotten Him. That's what he, Scripture here says, and they have come to the time of judgment, after going through a long history of departing from the Lord. So, you know, if you look at these people, they've been departing from the Lord uh, for a very, very long time. And, you know, they've come from a long history of that, and they are now going to go through judgment. So, yeah, this is today's a teaching. Very, very good teaching. And for me, what stands out for me is... You know, verse six, which has been commonly used and it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, the word of God is going out there. Now is a good time to actually be alive because, you know, you can access the word of God through different channels and medias, as long as, you know, it buzzes, it switches on, it's got pictures, you know, you will hear the word of God. You know, there's the Bible, there's, you know, radio programs, there's, um you know, WhatsApp groups, you know, there's church gatherings, there's so much knowledge and so much information going out there. You know, let's not be ignorant of God's word, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, if you're ignorant of God's word, you will take in anything, anything. You take in, you know, you taking a uh, smack from, you know, like a crazy quack that we have right now going on, and you believe him, and you think, oh, he has got these supernatural powers. No, he's a trickster. He's just doing, using wizardry or, you know, like dark forces, whatever he's doing. Like, but he's not even supposed to be tolerated, and it's, it's a sad reality today because people are thinking, oh, <laughs> you know what, no. he's just a clown and all. Let's not entertain such people. So yeah, this is today's teaching. Thank you all for listening in. God bless and have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.